Welcome to Insomnia Adventures in Sleep. Too many sleepless nights have got me thinking about, well, sleep. So in these podcasts, I'll adventure back through a lifetime of sleep. Here they are, 21 of them. One for each year of my sleeping life. A little life rounded by sleep. 18. A ghostly sleep. Is it the darkness? The sense that we just don't see what lies beyond the fire. Ordinary shapes taking strange forms, tricking our minds. Or is it deeper? A time when the world continues and we have to come to the understanding that it exists without us. Every sleep a reminder of a time when We're just not there. No idea of what's going on. Each sleep a little rehearsal. Each sleep a little death. And so sleep connects us with them. Or is it the dreams? when stories play out in our minds, where characters visit us who make no sense, who we don't recognize, who have nothing to do with us, but are in us. We see the evidence. There are other dimensions other worlds, other ghosts. I am, of course, like you, I guess, rational, evidence-based and metric in my thinking. I have, of course, never seen a ghost, except maybe once. It is many, many years ago, and I am cycling through Poland, a rest in a town without streetlights and queues for dark, gritty bread. There is a church. I go in, full of ignorance and a yellow tracksuit. I sit on a pew for a rest and a nun looks out from a curtain behind the altar thing. She seems agitated. I smile, gormless, and a priest sings in a balcony, pure, clear, and very beautiful. The heavy oak doors fly open 
a coffin enters, followed by a funeral procession. It sits around me. I am trapped by mourners. No escape. And so I have to sweat out this funeral, evading nervous glances, standing when they stand, sitting when they sit, nodding sagely to the eulogies, but not understanding a word. I follow them out and leap on my bike and am away. Forever the rude stranger at the funeral. That evening we find the hostel hidden behind overgrown brambles and ivy. We enter nervously. An old woman stares blackberries in a huge pot with wooden spoon and cracked hand. Yes, there is a room. It is dark, no windows, cramped. She guides us through a dingy parlour. Around the walls there is a homemade frieze. Crudely cut layers of black and red sugar paper. Eyes staring at us from all directions. She gestures to a glass cabinet full of grotesque handmade dolls, white gloss faces, thick blobbed features, each one a little devil. This is my art, she says mysteriously. The place has, well, a feeling, an atmosphere, a concoction of decay and otherworldness. There are no lights, so night comes quickly to the windowless room. A cat enters. It is black, of course. It goes under the bunk and disappears. We can't find it, but with a young man's nonchalance, I lay my head and get swiftly to sleep. It is a good, deep sleep, but not uneventful, for in the middle of the night I wake suddenly, bolt upright, I am awake. There is singing somewhere, I have to follow it, out of the bunk room. It's coming from the room with the cabinet. I push the door, but it's closed.
shut fast, locked. But the singing is in there, pure, clear, very beautiful. It is the priest. He is, and I know you don't believe me, he is singing in there. This is not a dream. This is real, real singing from the room with the glass cabinet. And I listen, the cold blood of wide awake flowing through my veins. And then it stops. I try the door again. It is open. I go in. But the room is empty. Just the dolls with their grotesque smiles and the eyes from the frieze staring down at me. Empty, no priest, no song, just a moonlit room in a far-off land. <laughs>